Life is a journey, and eventually all roads come together. You are listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Aaron Brenneman. And I'm Bryce Ginther. And this is Breaking Camp. Episode 9, Breaking Camp Podcast. Welcome. Yes. Bryce, how yep. are you? I'm doing great. It's good to see you, Aaron. Excellent. You too. It's been a been a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I noticed about today? What? It's a little drizzly out. I love it. I know. I actually looked at my weather app. I don't look at it every single day. Yeah. Um, and I just happened to. 63 is the high. And I thought mm. of you immediately. I'm like, oh, Aaron will be happy. It's a perfect temperature for me. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I can wear some boots. <laughs> some shoes. Some shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a great weather, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been looking at the weather a little bit more than I typically do. I'm planning a trip up to the Enchantments here in a couple of weeks. The so. Enchantments. That's just a cool name. I like it. Yeah. I've never been, yeah. so it'll be neat. Mm-hmm. But one of the days that uh, we're heading up, we've got two permits, and so a buddy's going up for the first part, and then we're going to go up and meet him the second part. But mm-hmm. uh, So we're looking at weather, and uh, yeah. it'll be a mountain weather. And One of the days, a high of 25, low of 19, heavy snow. And uh, winds up to 55 miles an hour. What? Weather, you know? Like we said last time, you just wear some gear. Yeah, just layer up. Layer up. Mm -hmm. Put on some layers. So, yeah, I noticed that this morning. I was looking outside, and I I have a tough time with the transitions from summer and sun Mm -hmm. into fall. Once it gets here, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Once I figure it all out and I'm accustomed to it a little bit. Once you know that 80 is no longer a possibility. Yeah, and I don't need to... Yeah, you know, I just plan a little differently, but I woke up a little drizzly. Right. I was like, "Huh, you know, fall is happening." So good. So, mm-hmm. it's awesome. I, I was looking on the computer here a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, we got a we got a piece of listener feedback. Ah, uh, yes, we've got you and I both have got some individual feedback, which we love mm-hmm. uh, from yep. friends, people that listen. But Keep we actually got an email. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over here to the computer box and check the, the email box. I'm going to find the folder. And here we go. So Kim, uh, one of my friends, sent in an email that says, uh, I'm just going to read it. Hello, Aaron and Bryce. Great job with the podcast. Recently spent half a day working remotely on the beach while our daughter surfed. Unfortunately, I ran both my phone and computer battery life out within two and a half hours. I'm curious, what equipment do you use to stay powered up while working remotely? I was Love like, it. this is a great, great question. One yeah. of the topics that I like talking about, mm-hmm. it's kind of boring for the well, people that don't really care about power. You yeah. know, the people that let their battery get all the way down to the red. <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah, are you, I feel like you're talking I'm, about me. <laughs> I'm not, you're not the only one. I, I, I understand that I am in, uh, in my desire to find a charger at 89%. <laughs> oh my gosh. That I'm in a minority, but. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I've 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 developed systems mm-hmm. over the over time to make sure that no matter where I am, I got power. So yeah. one of the things that, yeah. and we'll post these up on the website in the show notes. Uh, some of the things that I I use personally, and then we'll see what you do. So I work um, I work kind of from wherever I work mm-hmm. from. I used to work from library libraries, uh, schools, coffee shops, my house mm-hmm. with. COVID and quarantine and closures and safety concerns. These days, I kind of, it's a little bit of a struggle to work. So I yeah. uh, work for my camper quite a bit. That's great because it has full-on built-in solar power and shore power adapted, yeah, adapt, that's awesome. adapters. 
and I can do that and I can charge phones and computers, but that's not always uh, where I am. So I also use, I use some pretty high power and I don't even know the words or the numbers, but some pretty high power power banks. And one of the ones that I got recently allows me to directly charge my computer. Do you want me to tell you the number that's in the email? Maybe. Let's see if uh, let's see if you can get this abbreviation too. Let's see that here the number and the abbreviation. Okay. Let me dive into my I am uh not a tech pro, but <clears throat> you're kind of techie. I'm my I'm enough Apple loves me. Mm. Right? Like They'll just tell me what I need, and I go, oh, okay. You just turn it on, and it's like, would you would you like this to work for you? Yes. And you're like, sure. Absolutely. That sounds great. And then Thank I can you. brag about how I have the thing that it does this thing all easy. Yeah. So I'm techie from that perspective. Gotcha. Okay. So the um, you were talking about a power bank. Mm-hmm. You have a uh, 26,800 uh, power bank. <laughs> mega amperage hours? Mega <laughs> Mega all the hertz, yeah. Something Mega like hertz are a lot. M A H M capital A H. Mm-hmm. Mega amp hours, maybe quite positive. Write us, let us Milla, know. It's milliamp hours. That would make much more sense. It's milliamp. Milliamp. Milliamp hours. Okay. Twenty six thousand eight hundred milliamp hour power bank. So it's metric. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So and that's for. You know, your fast charging port, right? Be yeah. able to charge your laptop and phones and all Every, that. Everybody's familiar with what these things are, right? They're the little things you plug your phone <laughs> you into. You <say> everybody. <laughs> Not the details of it okay. or the specs on how it works, oh. but like a power thing okay. that you take when you go to the lake or you go in oh. the car and you just yeah. plug it into, plug your phone in. It's a sure. power bank, right? Okay. I think so. Maybe uh, not. I, yeah. You, we'll just you say, have one. You charge your phone up when we're at the beach on one. I call it a remote battery. Remote bat. Okay, like same a, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I've never actually used the word power bank. Yeah, I think it's a general term. Remote battery is the same thing. Oh. Here's a fun fact: we use these um, in search and rescue when mm-hmm. we're out in the field. I use rechargeable batteries in mm-hmm. GPS devices, mm-hmm. in my flashlights, in my headlamps, all that sort of stuff. And so I, I've, I've. Uh, got everything to a uniform battery because it's then one less thing I have to carry. I can carry some backups, but I don't yes. have to carry backups for double A's, triple A's, D all batteries, that. all that, right? Yeah. So what we found out not too long ago, I think it was last year, the year before, part of our protocol for using a cell phone mobile app as a backup GPS device okay. is that we have to have an external remote battery call it Hmm. or external power bank power bank because if we're going to depend on a phone as a piece of our equipment that we uh -hmm. count on a requirement to have right i need to have the ability to charge it in the field Hmm. so what we found was that in addition to charging your phone as one typically would right you can plug that into your gps device and if you have rechargeable batteries in your gps device like a garmin Mm -hmm. you know whatever 62 st or something like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it will charge the batteries at the same time as it's powering the device. Oh, that's actually So that's cool. kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. So then you're using it off the remote battery, yeah. but it's also charging batteries and you got sustained life. So anyway, all that to say, there's a ton of these out there. I like this one because it I can it's going to give me a bunch of charges for my phone, my iPad, whatever I need to charge, but also my computer. A lot of these don't have the direct lightning connector or whatever oh, they yeah, call yeah. that thing. Mm-hmm. So... This is a technology has been changing quite a bit uh, recently. You had to buy these 
device specific or you had to buy a whole set of adapters. Mm-hmm. And this one's great because it kind of does multiples of things. It also yeah. says it shows me in a digital readout mm-hmm. what my capacity level still is. So I I'm like not that. gauging mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. two, three bars because, you know, you What's get a bar? Two, right. two bars and all of a sudden, yeah. 15 minutes later, it's powered off. And you're like, what? Yeah. I thought it was at 50%. Exactly. So that's one of the things that I like to use. Those are just super versatile. Um, what is a uh, max boost 300 watt investor? Investor. That should be inverter. Okay. Because. <laughs> okay. Inverter. Again, we, we're not qualified to give financial advice here on this <laughs> podcast by any means. Don't invest in watts. <laughs> uh, a max boost 300 watt inverter. So it's turning, um, turning 12 volt power mm-hmm. into DC power. That allows me to plug in so I can, it has like a cigarette port adapter. Okay. Plug it into my cigarette lighter in my vehicle, which yep. is 12 volt. Mm-hmm. I believe. I'm no expert in this either. Mm-hmm. I'm an expert in well enough to, to make it function. I don't yeah. always know the details. And then off of the back of that, it has two USB ports and two standard um, outlets. Right. So I can plug in my vehicle. I use that when I'm on the road and I want to plug something in. Or if I'm working outside or I'm working where there is no power, I'll plug in a computer or a laptop or some device uh-huh. to that while I'm driving. Oh, okay. I don't leave it on while I'm the time. out of the vehicle because some of these with the cheap, cheap-ish electronics that you're using, I'm mm-hmm. not always sold and confident in the fact that they're not going to get hot and start mm-hmm. a fire sometimes. Gotcha. But if I'm driving down the road, I can put a laptop in the passenger seat or tuck it somewhere where I can see, see it and feel this inverter. Right. But that's great for, I can use that in my, in the camper, plug it in and just convert right over and use a standard plug. Mm-hmm. So if I drain those two battery banks that I'm using, mm-hmm. so I'm essentially, I can probably go for two days of full computer use and phone use mm-hmm. with the power of these two power banks and this inverter. Oh, that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So it gives me quite a bit so of So that's all... I mean, that's not the like the kind of beefy stuff that's in the camper. That's stuff that you could just put in any vehicle. Because mm-hmm. the, the one is a pocket chart, like you could just throw it in a bag. Mm-hmm. The other one plugs into your truck or car, any or cigarette car, or whatever. Lighter, right? Yeah, you know. So if Kim came in her example, she was yeah. at the beach. Yeah, she could have just gone up to the car for yeah. half an hour, an hour, plugged into her cigarette lighter, and charged mm-hmm. her laptop for a bit, and then been able to come back down to the beach. Okay, so then as we move down this list, I gotta. Is it Voltic? Voltic? Voltaic. Voltaic. So Voltaic and it's a, a, a brand's real similar to Goal Zero. Oh yeah. Okay. So everybody's heard of. Sure. A lot of people have heard of Goal Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a lot of remote power devices, solar right. power devices, mini generators, all sorts of stuff. I I tend to believe they're a little expensive. Um, yeah. There are other brands that you can kind of get the same functionality for a little bit less. Voltaic is a one of those, mm-hmm. um, and this is a forty-five watt uh, solar rechargeable panel, and then a power bank that I think has like mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact wattage is on it. And that's the thing that you would like unfold, set out in the sun. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you could probably backpack with it or whatever. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is probably a little bit bigger one, but if you're mm-hmm. sitting somewhere, mm-hmm. you're at a picnic table or you're at the park or beach or wherever right or if you're camping you know out somewhere and you can set this away from where you are it's a little bit bigger i don't know the exact size on it Mm -hmm. but this is their arc 45 watt solar laptop charger kit and then the battery it comes with so you were talking about the milliampage hours on the device i use just kind of in everyday life Mm -hmm. um the capacity on this one is sixty-seven thousand milliampage hours 67 yeah, so what that means is just a, 
a charge capacity. So these are all using lithium batteries yeah. inside them. And as a technology and those things shrink and get smaller and costs go down, yeah. gives you more options to get them. But this is going to give you, I don't know if I had to guess, you know, probably three or so full laptop charges off of this 67,000 milliampage hour capacity battery. And then charging it with a 45 watt solar panel, you're getting a pretty good input. Yeah, yeah The yeah. one that I have when I go backpacking that I can just strap on the outside of a backpack is mm-hmm. like eight watts or something like that. So it's a oh, slow wow. trickle yeah. charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's oftentimes why solar is going to take longer than it is if you charge something into the wall at your house, mm-hmm. you know? So how many, so you got 67,000 milli, what do you call them? You, you called them milliampage hours and we're going with that. Okay, that may milli- or may not be true. I want to ask you this. 67,000 milliampage hours is how many gigawatts? I'm trying my best to come up with a Back to the Future quote, but I, where, where, <laughs> we're going, where are we going? We don't need no one. We don't need we no roads. roads. <laughs> we don't need no roads. <laughs> I don't know on the, the, the giga, gigawatts. When, oh, when, what? Milliampere hours. Yeah, it must be French or ampere. something. Ampere. It's an ampere. Milliampage hours, milliampere And you have to kind of act insulted about it, like, like sm- total in uh, French. S- and smug yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Milliampere. Ampere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, so you've got a solar panel. <laughs> and you all, and then the, the kind of the the cool, beefy part, I guess, of the camper. That That's kind of the impressive piece is your is your solar system right yeah. on the roof of the camper yeah. and that one has a 150 watt solar setup right mm-hmm. uh, that that the guy put it installed and everything and yeah. that is your engine if you will of all your charging operations right? yeah that's going to allow me to work for regardless of whether I have power yeah. you know shore power there you go so i can charge those batteries via trickle charger plug it in while i'm home solar's coming in mm-hmm. on the 150 watt panel and it's given me plenty to charge phones and computers. I haven't pushed it, so I don't know. But I'm looking forward to doing some longer stuff where I go out and see. Yeah, right. How long it'll be? So hopefully that's a little bit helpful for somebody who might not want to just sit inside. You know, we are coming up on fall; it's a little drizzly, but during the summertime, yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, when it gets cold enough, and maybe you're, maybe you're. Uh, if we ever can get back to a ski lodge and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could work from that kind of a remote location because mm-hmm. it, it, assuming you didn't need like cell connectivity or whatever, but you we know. covered that before with the sky room. Oh yeah, that's right. right? This, so you got the internet little connection. Yeah, that's true. So trying to piece together all these sorts yeah. of things because I can sit where I live and mm-hmm. work. I can't mm-hmm. work in the places I used to work. Um, but if I'm going to sit somewhere, might as well be where I can look out the window and be outside. I, yeah. I go down to some rivers around here, go to some day use areas and just kind of sit. And that's, yeah. that's something cool to look at. And if I can do it anywhere, I might as well do it there. So, but you got to come up with a way that works. Cause if you just take your laptop and your phone, like Kim says, you're going to be out and mm-hmm. out of power in a little bit of time. There you go, Kim. Hey, so thanks, thanks for, thanks for writing us an email. We appreciate it. And we'll post those links up in the show notes too, to the items. So if anybody wants to look at what they are, they can hopefully find those. Awesome. All right. So one of the ways that I work in the camper, and mm-hmm. I've been doing it recently, is mm-hmm. school started. Yeah. Not for me. You are, you're you not in school. I'm not in school. I mean, I'm always trying to learn. 
but I'm not in school. <laughs> I'm a student of life. Student of life. I, I don't know. I, like, I'm just trying to figure myself out. I'm just sort of a student of life, you know? I'm uh, putting together my own MFA program. I don't know if I told you that. That is a uh, multifunctional um, uh, adventure. Multifunctional adventure program. Doctorate. No. No. Nope. Master uh, of I... Fine Arts in Creative Writing. <laughs> I was close. You were super close. <laughs> Dancing around it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so with technology and schools going online, right, yep. there's a whole bunch more content. And so yep. I'm basically modeling some of yeah. the study that I am doing and the writing that I am practicing off of some of these other programs. Awesome. From like MIT and stuff like that. Super cool. Stanford, they have a lot of stuff online. So anyway, so I'm doing that, but I'm also teaching. So mm-hmm. I teach. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach some college classes on in a wilderness program where yep. this term I'm teaching psychology of survival mm-hmm. and I'm teaching an introduction to search and rescue class. So I've been spending a lot of time sitting in a camper yeah. looking at a computer screen with, but I've had plenty of power. <laughs> exactly. so it's been great. So I've been doing that a little bit. Uh, you had, can I just ask you if you would tell me about your weekend, Bryce? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so my daughter, uh, my youngest, uh, had her birthday and, so she is a fan of a of a K-pop band, and K-pop, K-pop. So are those the things they sell at Starbucks that everybody gets excited about? That's <laughs> no, <a> cake pop. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wrong again. A little different. Okay, um, K-pop, K-pop. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's the Korean, you know, pop music, you know. And I will say, from a dad's perspective, you know, I have my own uh, like very specific you know music tastes and it's varied for sure uh and i'm fully aware that my kids don't don't share all of it some of it you know they like my music but but you know it's like i am realizing that i am totally the dad like well back in this day that's when the music was the best right yeah so like everybody has different tastes in music and then we look back on our parents or older generations when we were growing up we thought our music was great and theirs was crap but you know you learn (laughs) over time and yeah so so differences so as you know as as your kids develop their own music taste and of course generationally it's different and everything so you know it's like i want i love music i think it's great i I, I'm happy to say that I like K-pop. Or you at like least, K, you like K-pop. Yeah, You'll, that's the statement. I don't like cake pops, but cake I pops. like K-pop. K-pop. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, her band that she likes is BTS. Um, and uh, so we, anyway, we got talking about this a little bit because <laughs> yeah. I have recently too heard about BTS. Mm-hmm. However, I've never heard their music, and so that's I was cool. fascinated to kind of know a little bit about it. Um, you guys went and saw the movie, yeah. Which is so kind of got to be a weird thing in the time of COVID, right? Yes, right. Obviously, um, so you would think that it's a bad experience because, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to wear a mask the whole time, right? Mm. Yeah, you're inside. You wear a mask inside. I think, yes, probably. Yes, okay. <clears throat> that'd be my assumption. Right. Well, the interesting piece of this is uh, so this was a Regal Cinema that we went to. We got we got our tickets ahead of time. You can pick your seats now, um, and which isn't new necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I don't go to a ton of movies in theaters. Um, but I f- have found that it's making the movie experience so much better hmm. because the the theaters aren't crowded. You um, of course I don't know like this was we went on a Friday. No, we went Saturday. Uh, I assumed there would be more people in the theater, but there just weren't, you know? So here you have a theater where you you literally got to choose your seat, and we bought our tickets in 
early enough where we were in the middle, like at the perfect height. And we were, we were just, you could, it was awesome, you know? And, and so we had the, just this, this perfect view of the screen. Hmm. Not only that, but we get there and the theater has these electronically, um, controlled chairs. I mean, like, like the, the, you had to get a download an app probably <laughs> yeah. and like pick your chair and yeah. sync it. And yeah, then they it didn't, didn't connect they and didn't it wouldn't find it. And <laughs> <laughs> they didn't rumble to the music, but like you, you get in there and first of all, you're like, Oh my gosh, these are like easy chairs. Mm. Oh, cool. Oh, so this is one of the ones where, you, okay, because I was going to ask that. It wasn't the one where it's just typical auditorium seating. No. This is the one where it's like big leather recliner chairs, yes. table in the middle. It didn't have a table, but the um, the the arm the arms of the chair were really wide. They were probably eight to ten inches wide. Okay. They have cup holders in the arm. Hmm. Um, and then so you look down and, and uh, Amy's like, hey, there's a button to like go backwards. And I was like, oh, we got to try it. So, of course, we're going back and... And so I'm like, oh, this is great. Your feet kick out. Mm -hmm. And then for the dads, it goes back. The back of the chair goes backwards. Oh, nice. And I just was like, I, depending on how this goes, I may be able to kick a nap in here yeah. and just be like, yeah, this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> I told Liza, I was like, if I start to snore, you have to wake me up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it no, it's awesome. So um I'm like, this is great. Well, they also continued selling concessions. And so it's like, well, if you're eating, obviously you get to take mm, your mask off, okay. right? And it's stadium seating. So it's you are very far from the person in front of you. You're, there, you're like way up higher than them. Did they limit the seats at all and any were closed off? Or yeah. Was it? Okay. They were, well, I think what they sell, they sell you a specific seat. So it's like they only sold only so open. many. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so it was great. So we, I was able to eat popcorn and, mm. and candy or whatever, and you have a beverage and it's like, it just, you feel like you're kind of in your living room. If yeah. you had like this amazing theater at your house, sure. it's that comfortable. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the, ba the, the BTS movie, it's called break the silence is their movie. And, and I just thought it was cool. Um, mm. and like, I was super not a fan of boy bands. I never have been from the U S uh, in, in the eighties and stuff like that. Like I grew up, uh, and uh, it was new kids on the block and, mm -hmm. and backstreet boys and NSYNC and all that. I just couldn't stand them. Sure. Right. But this is, I don't know, for whatever reason, this, the music is extremely varied. There's like, it's, uh, like seven guys in the band. There's some rap, there's some, you know, the, the piano, like the love song. Oh, the ballads. Know? Oh yeah. 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 Where the, the girls swoon. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, for sure. I but, want to marry that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like that's the thing. Like they are selling these these they are huge, right? They sell out huge, huge arenas. And it's cool because like they have I don't know how it works, but they they sell or whatever, rent these lights to the fans and they it's like a big flashlight with a bulb on it and they're programmed to the seats. And mm. so when they would they they would have all these like light patterns going through the audience. So you're kind of part of the show. Instead you weren't of, part of You didn't have a wand in the movie theater. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to answer that question. But you got to see the movie about the band that had the show back when those yeah, were yeah. things. Like they, of course, it's like, it's like a documentary, right? Like a okay, rockumentary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> These are like modern day lighters. Basically, okay. yeah. Because um, I've been at shows where people put the light of their phone on mm -hmm. or their screen or however. Yeah. Um, but this is a whole nother level, right? 
And anyway, so that's just kind of fun. And it's not just concerts or whatever. It's like backstage and like sure. tour. But you, you get to, you get to meet their personalities yeah. and stuff like that. Anyway, so we did that. Nice. It was great. Um, I only had to ask you about it because I recently heard about this band. Never heard it. <laughs> BTS. But I picked up this magazine. I was uh, visiting yep. some friends. Their kids were super into BTS, mm-hmm. K-pop. And so I might have to listen to one of these songs yeah, just dude. to see what it's about. I know it's a huge thing. Yeah, it's big. It's a big deal. So. And so conveniently, oh, next yeah. to the theater, kind of around in, in this mall uh, where the theater was, uh, there was a Sierra Trading Post. Okay. Now, I remember Sierra Trading Post back in the day when you got the little like small-sized uh, newspaper magazine, like, mm-hmm. like catalog mailed to you. And um, I don't know, just in the last, I don't know, year year and a half or whatever i learned that there's one that they have stores i didn't know that mm. they had stores okay so were you up by the airport or something no this was down uh, salem area oh, okay um and so we because uh, i think there's one out in the aloha hillsborough area yep. and then there's and then there's this one and so i'm going hey hey sierra trading post whoa yeah. whoa, whoa whoa we better yeah. go there so Might i went in because that's one of those shops like yeah like a like a grocery outlet or something. You mm-hmm. you can't go in looking for a specific thing, but you can walk around. <laughs> yeah, be like, what deals am I gonna find? Oh man, it was great. It was awesome. Mm. Bought a, bought a few things. So it's um, a cool store. It's kind of like a Ross or a TJ Maxx for yeah. outdoor so, equipment and clothing and gear. Oddly enough, they're owned by the company that owns TJ Maxx. Okay, and they also have Marshalls, I think, and Home Goods, and they just allocate these items that don't sell at major stores mm-hmm. buy them up and then specify and put them into these department yep. sort of yeah. niche stores yeah because they're at discount pricing awesome brands like yeah. really really good brands mm-hmm. uh and they had and cheaper prices so yeah heck yeah you got my attention when you have all that yeah. combination coming together that's awesome so um that's good did you want to know what it was? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you bought a jacket. You I said, did buy right? a jacket. You bought a jacket. Okay. Yeah, like a regular, like where to work, you know, that kind of thing. You oh, know, like a uh, peacoat. Yeah. So I, I, what I want a peacoat. Yeah, I got a peacoat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I want a Filson jacket. Uh, yeah. Like it would be amazing. Well, those are like three hundred and fifty dollars. Sure. For a kind of a a waxed canvas kind yeah. of coat, right? I don't want to spend three hundred fifty bucks on something. That no. is for a daily use kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, the, I found one that kind of looks like that style. And it was way, way, way cheaper. And so I was, I was really excited about that. So I got that. But as I was like kind of waiting, and we were all sort of like meandering around and, and all the sections, mm-hmm. I, I just, gosh, I went past an end cap. Here's Columbia underwear. Oh, underoos. Yeah. It was, I'm like, well, okay. And the, you know, <laughs> and I have, uh, I've purchased Reebok boxer mm-hmm. things at, uh, yeah. Trading Post as well. Yeah. Makes the price about what you think is reasonable. Yeah. You yeah. might expect to pay. Yeah. The retail on a lot of this stuff is <laughs> ridiculous expensive. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I bought them and, uh, dude, they're awesome. It's been good because everything, like all the seams, are like super, super smooth seam, mm. no tags, no tag, yeah, and and then they're like moisture wicking and and everything, mm-hmm. but they're not like slickery, right? Yeah, they're they just it's great, good, good underwear, good, okay. good job, Columbia, <laughs> nice. well done. Well, we'll have to see how those perform uh, next time. <laughs> maybe you get outside and do something. That's right, and give us a performance review. How's your underwear, Bryce? <laughs> <laughs> 
Get a sticker. Here's here's a sticker for the store. Yeah. Ask me about my under mm. underwear. Mm-hmm. Breaking Camp podcast. You, you almost said under ruse. <laughs> I I I, I wasn't. I'm not eight anymore. Under ruse. I used to have those. Under, is that uh, like a specific uh, brand? Well, under ruse were back in the day. Yeah, when it was like you had Batman and Superman oh, and all that. Okay. It was yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Under those. hundred percent. Under ruse are awesome. Underwears. <laughs> Underwears, boxer briefs. Yeah. So anyway, that was kind of our weekend. It sounds it like a cool. fun weekend. It was good. It's always fun. Like you know, I mean, my kids aren't aren't uh, babies anymore. You yeah. know, so Liza's fourteen. You know, like my youngest is fourteen, yeah. and so I just like watching them grow into mm-hmm. little people, little adults. You know, and and they're starting to uh, find themselves and discover things independent of of Amy and myself, right? Yeah. And that's what we want. Um, because I think that, uh, you know, I won't get into parenting philosophy or whatever, but you know, it's tempting as parents to protect your kids and to only show them, you know, what you think that they should be taking in, which at some age is appropriate. Right. But it's, you know, eventually they've got to be able to navigate this world on their own. And, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, of course, interests are, are obviously personal. And I think that you, um, there are pieces of yourself that are always that way from mm. from as early as you can you know know that you are interested yeah. in something. So anyway, I just think it's fascinating to watch how that sh- is shaped through through the through the lives and stuff like that. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I will check out some uh, BTS. Mm-hmm. I will listen to. I'll cue it up so I can listen to it when I leave here. That's right. Okay. Sweet. All right. We've been getting some feedback from people, Bryce, mm-hmm. and that are talking about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going viral. Or no, anything yet. no, no. That's no. not what I mean to. These apply. are people in our network. I'm not saying I'm yeah. not speaking with smugness that we have so many followers. <laughs> our we people, we're such a big deal. Nope. We just do this kind of to get together and talk about stuff and it's life fun. and outdoors. It's super fun. Yeah. But what I've heard, and I think you may have heard something similar, is uh, my fr- my friend was telling somebody. We're sitting down the other day, and he's like. You know, this is my buddy Aaron, and, and he's been doing a podcast because I gave him some stickers. Oh, there you like, go, stickers. And nice. He's like, and I'm like, I'm just quiet because I want to hear him describe what this <laughs> what is, is about. Yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, we don't even know what it's about. <laughs> you know, a lot of the time we're just kind of talking and thinking. But he said, you know, it's like it's about the outdoors, but I'm not really sure what all it's about. Uh huh. Yeah. Because as we've planned this and designed it and right. kind of uh, brainstormed we have a lot of things and topics and areas and themes we want to cover mm-hmm. it's not all just outdoor we're not this is not the no uh fly fishing uh podcast yeah you know or whatever we're not like a gear review no. uh thing we're not instructing people no. on necessarily how to do stuff even though like we could maybe get into the basics of something but we're not we're not like yeah yeah we're our, into this stuff but we're not Hardcore in a specific area, yeah, you yeah, know, and yeah. and we're not uh, how to become an adventure guide. We're not, yeah. you know, get more followers on Instagram by taking better pictures. You know, it's very broad and it's covered. So it's hard for people to say, well, what's this about? It is. Mm-hmm. There's some themes that run through it. Outdoors. Sure. Camp. Sure. So you and I were having this conversation a minute ago talking about what what is this? So what right. what, are, what are you hearing or what do you think? What do you uh-huh. tell people when somebody asks, you know, what's it about? Well, and I, I guess, yeah, like I would agree. I've, I've heard a similar thing and, and uh, a friend of mine had said, you know, he feels like it's just kind of about 
or you know he it's like having a conversation uh with some friends which is good that's kind of where we're going and we actually did record our very first episode we recorded it and we sort of addressed this thing and i think what happened was we ended up not using it we kind of did our intro episode. Yeah, and and we we did talk about some of this foundational stuff. Well, you and I felt like we had covered the topic and we just kept going. <laughs> and it had taken us so long to get to actually publishing that we're like, we, we already talked about all that stuff, yeah. right? Well, we didn't because our first episode doesn't talk about any of that stuff. So on number nine... I think it's a good time to talk about that. Yeah, maybe some means. people are listening. Maybe yeah. some people are like, well, this is interesting, but what is it about? Where are mm-hmm. they coming from? So mm-hmm. we kind of, we did this. We sat down and we talked about who we who we are, yeah. where we're coming from, what these topics are going to look like. But then we said, yeah. well, let's do it. Let's let's draft out and do a two-minute trailer. Exactly. And record that and release it. And so. we felt like that was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... so um, so what is who are we? What is breaking camp? Uh, let's mm-hmm. let's dive into that a little bit. Um, so I don't know uh, if you want to start or whatever, but uh, you know it's like you, you introduce yourself. I mean, obviously you're Aaron, right? And so this this is interesting. We were talking about this a minute ago when mm-hmm. you meet someone, right? First thing is you yeah. know I'm Aaron. I'm yeah. Bryce. Hey, nice to meet you, Aaron. What's what's always the second question? Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, what do you do? I appreciate when it's what do you do for a living because then it gives me the specifics of what people are asking. A lot of times people say, what what, do you do? What do you do, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to respond with, well, I'm assuming assuming you're talking about for for money, right? Right. Which is typically what it is because Mm -hmm. it's an identity thing. There's so much in that, but Mm -hmm. like I like to respond, well, I like to do a whole lot of things Mm -hmm. for work and money. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because my identity... And it's been a journey over time is not wrapped up in my career, what I do for work. Yes. I, I have gone through those cycles over time. Sure. I mean, I worked in advertising sales, sales management for about 10 years, did that for a period, mm-hmm. worked as a nonprofit uh, marketing director, mm-hmm. communications director for a number of years, built mm-hmm. some restaurants. And I, I wouldn't ever say, hey, I'm a restaurateur mm-hmm. or, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm marketing guy you know that's kind of what i do a a lot of what i do is wrapped up in a a combination hybrid of all of these things i've done over time today i just do it in different capacities and i do it in a different way that allows Mm -hmm. me to live a life that's flexible and free to do things like go camping go Mm -hmm. fishing Mm -hmm. sit down and have coffee with a friend somebody somebody's going through a tough time like i want to be the person that has the bandwidth and the capacity in my life to Mm -hmm. say let's get together yeah you know when are you available because that's valuable to me. That's not a quantifiable uh, sort of, that's a tough metric to yeah. define in a valuable uh, life well lived. Mm-hmm. But for me, those things are important. So I I kind of re- tried to redefine what matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, today that's different. I'm outside. I have flexibility. Um, I'd like to do some of the community stuff like, uh, volunteerism, search and rescue. Mm-hmm. I do that when mm-hmm. somebody's, you know, somebody is in trouble. I like to be able to go and and help out there. Um, and then I teach, and and all these things are just yeah. kind of supplemental to yeah. affording me uh, a pulling together a life in a way that values and puts a priority on the things that are important. Yeah, I think that. Uh, well, first of all, I would say that there are more and more people that are approaching life that way. 
Um, and as you see younger people entering the quote unquote workforce or whatever, mm. um, they t- are taking much more of an approach like that, which I kind of applaud. I think it's great. Mm. Um, and they're, and they're kind of saying, you know, the house, the mortgage, the fence and the dog and all that. And the kids like, maybe, but right <laughs> now, no, I'd rather yeah. see the world. And I think what they, that comes from watching people work their entire life for some some retirement or whatever mm-hmm. it is, uh, reach that and don't really get to realize it to the potential you dream about your whole life. And so, uh, so anyway, I, I would say that, yeah, you're mm-hmm. from your, from my perspective, looking at you, uh, I definitely think that's, it's awesome. It's, it's commendable. Um, myself, um, I also, this is one of the things that we see eye to eye on. I'm not defined by my, but what I do for a living, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I've never felt that. I never, um, yeah, I remember asking my parents when I was I was uh, I don't know eighteen or nineteen or something like that. I did not know what I was supposed to do, you know, with my life or for uh, for work or as to pursue a career. And um, you know, of course, my my dad was like, "It doesn't matter. That's okay. You know, what are you going to do right now? Right? What mm-hmm. are you going to do f- for a time?" Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, you know, my dad's big. He's like, "Oh well, the average number of." Pre- person you know changes careers you know four or five times in their lifetime and now that's even higher that's a wise answer right there because like don't wrap yourself so right. much up into mm-hmm. what i'm gonna do and what i'm gonna be but like what can i do right now what yeah steps can i take because you gotta do something yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah and so and and i came up with an answer and so at the time i i was uh looking at um going into the dental world okay and Mm -hmm. and i had sort of stumbled in literally to a dental lab didn't know what that was as i worked there i discovered oh this is very interesting to me i liked it it actually suited me and some of my natural just abilities and Mm -hmm. stuff so i pursued that and uh went you know got education toward that and everything and um and so did that for a long time ended up starting a business had a you know was a business owner for a while and you know, I I think that the the pursuit of that that sort of mm-hmm. dream or American dream, whatever, you know, it's it's a it's not something that's just a formula. And I think that mm-hmm. we, um, however that happens, we sort of we don't ever. At least I didn't. I don't know. Maybe somebody may say something different, but I never chose like, oh yeah, I want the American dream. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that that's the the sort of line that was sort of fed to us and in our budding youth and adulthood, right? Uh, it's the subconscious uh, messaging that our system mm-hmm. points out to us everywhere we look. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, it's the, just the, reinforced. The yeah. pathos of our, of our culture mm-hmm. is this is what you ought to be doing, this is what you should be doing, yeah. where do you line up on the, the rank and right. file, and, and are you headed in the direction, are you getting right. everything you want to get, the the the. the, the mm-hmm changes in the american dream over time coming out of world war ii and coming through the 60s yeah and then we're seeing it again today with Mm -hmm. all of the changes in the world Mm -hmm. evolves over time but it's a thing that is whether you recognize it as overtly i'm this is what i'm pursuing Mm -hmm. or it just is kind of the path you're taking and it's happening to us yeah it's happening in our culture absolutely yeah, so I, I can remember um, distinctly uh, being at work, and it was late. I used to work incredible long hours, and um, and I, I mean, I did okay, right? I did pretty good. I provided for my family. My wife didn't work at the time, and and um, she was there, and that was our plan. Is she mm-hmm. wanted to raise the kids, you know? And 
uh, I just was miserable. And I, and I finally admitted that to myself. And it wasn't that the job was bad, right? It just mm-hmm. was like, you know, sometimes things are good, like my dad said, for a time. Yeah. And, and, and I felt like I'd gotten to the end of that. And so that took me on a journey of like discovering myself and trying to really learn myself. And I, I think if there was anything that I regret younger, but again, you, there's no way I could go backwards and, and do this, but as a dad with with kids now i'm trying my number one goal is to try and help those kids understand who they are as a person as best as possible when they leave our house right when they mm-hmm. when they launch uh i am not concerned uh if they go to college per se obviously they're going to need some sort of education but you know i have very strong opinions about um, people being just kind of railroaded into a four-year university. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I think some people fit that that mold. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the majority of people don't. Yeah. And I look at it as a, as a failed system because it's become, a, it's just a revenue source, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily um, there to help kids you know, turn into young adults and, and find themselves in careers. It's, it's talked about, it's just not the case, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's designed to create cogs in the wheel so that the system continues to g- grow and build. Yeah. As opposed to finding out who you truly are, where yeah. your meaning and Im- impact are, what's right. your place and role in this world. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, that's what, um, I'm a Gen Xer and as, as you are as well. Um, and I think our generation started bucking the system to a point where it's like, well, I don't, and I guess maybe every generation has a bit of that, right? Where I don't want to do it like you guys did it, but, um, the, like, it is so uncommon now for someone to say, well, my family does this. I come from a line of Mm -hmm. this, whatever it is. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to do that, whether that's a family expectation or, or you just aren't being creative with your, you know, honestly, maybe you weren't, didn't grow up in an environment. You were uh, encouraged to explore the possibilities of the world. I don't know, but people don't just go, well, I'm a, my dad was a, you name the thing. And then now I'm going to be that too. And Mm -hmm. and off we go. And, you know, I retire in whatever, 20 to 30 years. Like the Smiths, you know, (laughs) they were blacksmiths and that's the line you came from. Yeah. You can't, what do you mean you're going to be a baker? The the bakers are the bakers, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So those days are obviously long gone. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so that took me on a journey. I ended up in some sales jobs and, um, you know, not, not, not bad companies actually saw some cool sides of like American small business that I never would have seen Mm. that I really appreciate that opportunity, but it just wasn't for me. You know, it wasn't, it didn't fit me well. And, um, as a, uh, just a, in a random, not random, I guess, because, uh, you know, I just, I, I have a faith system. I, I am a Christian and, and, um, I believe that there's a, I live for a different reason than just to, you know, make money and, and have fun things and, and be comfortable. Um, but, uh, I had the, I got the opportunity to work at my church. And so that I did take that opportunity mm-hmm. and, um, and it's been a fun ride and I'd really enjoy it. Um, but, but it's, again, it is not what defines me as yeah. a person, right? I am Bryce. That's what, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then a, as a part of that, 
um, I have a lot of layers and a lot of interests as do, as do anyone, you know, mm -hmm. has that same stuff. And I just love it when people start to explore that. Yeah. So that brings us to... Well, let me share two things real fast. So yeah. we, a lot of what you were talking about there, I resonate with them. But two quotes that kind of really resonate with me around this. There's a Jim, Jim Carrey quote, and mm -hmm. he's kind of gone off the Love. rails a little bit <laughs> yeah. lately, but it's awesome. It's yeah. this, he is becoming, he is becoming free to be who he is, right? Which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, one of his quotes is, I, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Right? right, because we spend so much time yeah. chasing and seeking and yeah. yearning and uh, comparing, mm -hmm. right? And, mm -hmm. and and he would be a guy that's like, oh, he's made it. He's got it all. Right. All the stuff, all the things, could do anything he wants. And it coming from him saying, you know, I wish everybody could get there to the pinnacle, to mm -hmm. the top, because you get to the top mm -hmm. and you say, it's still not here. Yeah. Right? It's and so good. It's so a good one. There's another one from... Uh, uh, Howard Thurman, which basically I'll, I'll try and paraphrase <clears> it, that I, I use this one a lot with classes because I try and encourage students and people I come into contact right. with that, you know, what's most important here is is not what you do and where you are, mm -hmm. but like what are you seeking to find yourself? What's right. your thing? I love like back when church was a thing and, you know, they'd, they'd take a second and say, you know, meet your neighbor here. Mm -hmm. I love the opportunity to say like instead of asking mm -hmm. what do you do, right. be like, what are you into? Yeah. People are, what? Right. What's your thing? What, What's your yeah. stuff? And then it, yeah. to see people light up in that moment of like, oh, this person, whether it's yeah. video games or K-pop or whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're free all of a sudden. Right. They've been granted permission mm -hmm. to say, and people light up in yeah. those moments, which is awesome. So the Howard Thurman quote is somewhere along the lines of, don't ask yourself what the world needs, but ask yourself uh what makes you come alive because what the world needs is people that have come alive. Oh yeah. It's and so really good. Go, you yeah. know, and so that's so unique for everyone, right. but be, here's some permission that what, what is going to be valuable is, mm -hmm. is discovering what you want to do, whether that's work or personal mm -hmm. or, you know, what mm -hmm. makes you come alive and, and for everyone that's different. And, and that is the place that, as opposed to just getting, you know, going along with the thing of yeah. one thing to the next thing to the next thing, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden you get to a point, I, I kind of had, I wouldn't call it a midlife crisis because I was a little young, but you know, I mm -hmm. fell down a river break, river bank, broke my back mm -hmm. and was afforded a period of time where I was forced to just lay down for six weeks. Mm -hmm. I, I could walk a little bit in a straight line. But I had the time of like, okay, I can spend some time in introspection and reflection here right. to try and see how I'm living. Mm -hmm. What are my motivations? What are my yeah. priorities? What's important to me? And how does all that stuff kind of mix up? And, and I came out of that on the other side, yeah. a different person, you know, flip my, I don't recommend that as a mechanism to <laughs> yeah. that, but hey, like, break your back. <laughs> I started thinking, you know, I can, I can really see how people get to a midlife crisis, mm -hmm. right? You just carry on, carry yeah. on, carry on. One day you're all of a sudden like, uh, how did I get here? Exactly. And miserable. And you break. And I really think that, that 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 stems from people not having a clue who they are. Mm -hmm. Because again, when when you are just jumping from opportunity to opportunity, typically the lens we're looking at that opportunity through is the financial opportunity, the uh, what it can afford you, right? Um, or the advancement in a career that will ultimately lead to 
mm-hmm. something financially, mm-hmm. you know, tied to finances. And so, you know, again, I, it's not wrong to make money. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, but it is like Jim Carrey, you know, was saying, it is not the answer. It's not, impo- it's not, it's not the end all be all. No. And, the, and having been a, a an employed, you know, self-employed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, business owner, I literally had been at, you know, dinner parties where people would figure out like, you know, oh, you own your own business. You must be set. And I just would want to throw up because mm-hmm. I'm like, you have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. Um, if, if being set means that I work every day until I'm done and the hours do, are really irrelevant. If that means that I, I have to, uh, you know, I can coach my kids' sports teams, but after the game or practice, I have to go back to work when mm-hmm. they go to bed. Yeah, if you're even it, able to do that, right? Like yeah. A lot of people aren't able to make that choice and are stuck in the thing that they have to do. Yeah, so if that's what being set is, Oh yeah, I had that in spades, right? Yeah. And it was just like, no, I'm trading this in. This mm-hmm. is not worth it. You know, uh, a big paycheck, whatever that means, right? Uh, again, because a big paycheck to a guy like myself is completely different from a guy like Jim Carrey. <laughs> I remember hearing a story of him when he was um, not mm. successful. When check, I think you've heard this, he wrote himself a one million dollar check, and I just think that's an interesting. Um, I don't know, motivator, but, but just, just the fact that he was like, I'm just going to do this, you know, and, and it probably helped him, um, you know, try things that he never would have and, and became, you know, Jim Carrey that we know today. Mm -hmm. But, um, the fact that I really, really appreciate the fact that he can, he can have gone through all those experiences, had the success that he's had, been married to the people he's been Mm -hmm. married to and then go, Hey guys, this is not the answer. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's just, there's more to it. So, um, like I had, had said that line of thinking mm. is what leads us to breaking camp and what breaking camp is about. And so I guess my, so it's about the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then they're talking sort about of. K-pop. But then they're talking about K-pop and they're talking about Jim Carrey. Okay. But imagine sitting around the camp, the campfire, the camp, whatever. You're in camp with people, right? Some people go by themselves. Some people go with people, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're a camping kind of person, um, you're going to do some of both probably. The the thing that that is breaking camp is the conversations that are had in camp, right? You you know, at the end of a day, uh, you may be reminiscing about what you just did that day. Mm-hmm. And talking about reliving a, a, the mm-hmm. story of adventure, or you saw some cool thing, or you were laughing because you know whatever. Maybe somebody fell in the water, you know, or or the you know the snowman you built, or this mm-hmm. or that. Right, you're sitting around now, um, remembering, right, and and like slowing sh- da- slowing down and appreciating, yeah, the moment and the day we get, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And we all around the camp have a career, right. But that, when we're at the camp, we don't have to be that. We can just be us, mm. right? It, it affords us a space to kind of set aside yeah. the stresses and the, the busyness mm-hmm. of everyday life. Exactly. Yeah. And I was recently just talking with a friend of mine. And he said, and I invited him. I said, hey, I, I, I'm going to go away for a few days. Uh, would you like to go? And I'm not inviting anybody else, just him. And because I think that's important too, to have one-on-one time with people. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
And so he said, yeah, I'd love to. And, and just, you know, when we were talking about it and, and he, um, just said, Hey, can we make an agreement that we don't talk about work? And I'm, I'm like, yep, yep, <laughs> we <Done>. absolutely can, <laughs> you know? And because again, it's like, I've known him since high school. You know, we have lots and lots of history together. Mm-hmm. There's so much more than what we are right now th- that makes up our friendship. And so, yeah, we're going to get away from, like you said, the busyness and just be together. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. That's great. Yeah. No, that's good. It's uh, just, it's hard to put a value mm-hmm. and quantify time sitting around in the morning drinking coffee with a good friend. Exactly. Or a loved one. Yep. Right? Exactly. Or how do you value uh, slowing down to mm-hmm. lay in the hammock and read a book for a while? Right. Right? Those aren't things that, they don't fit in the to-do list and the tasks of what do I achieve today. You just don't get them done in a day. But they're hugely valuable. You yes. know, just spending some time with a fly rod mm-hmm. on a, on the water in the morning as the dew dissipates. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't really contribute to the overall achievement and, and right. uh, get stuff done. But mm-hmm. like in terms of mental health and well being and self care, mm-hmm. these activities that we do around camp yeah. are so great. And these conversations that we have and the activities that we participate with, with friends and planning, right? Planning's another thing <laughs> we've talked about. Planning's going to look different when I go by myself mm-hmm. or I go with a family. Yeah. Right. There's Absolutely. different considerations there. So, Stuff mm-hmm. about the outdoors, but it's a lot of this is relational too. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. And I would say it's if we were to peel back the layers, it is almost totally about relationship, whether that's with people around you or yourself mm-hmm. or your creator, you know. And mm-hmm. and so again, it's just, you know, this is um that this is that chance. This is what we want this podcast to be. We want it to feel like you are with us at camp. And we will talk about activities. We will talk about um, things in life, like relationships and stuff like that. Because again, when you haven't seen guys for a while or whatever, you're with a group of people, stuff like that comes up. The real parts of life when you're able to um, be away long enough with no distraction, um, you, you know, the things that are under the surface begin to rise to the top. And so you can start to talk about those. And it's interesting how, you know, you, you know, a conversation you might have in the morning over a cup of coffee, uh, is completely different than one you might have at night with the cover of darkness, right? Because we feel mm-hmm. safer mm-hmm. when we're not really, sp- you know, in a spotlight or whatever. And when mm-hmm. it's you're sitting around a, a small fire that's kind of burnt down, you feel safer to share stuff that's a little more personal. Yeah, you get through you get through the day, and mm-hmm. all of the other uh, barriers are broken down, mm-hmm. and we feel safer, and we mm-hmm. get to the point of like, because enough with the the BS surface stuff. Like let's (laughs) dig into the real stuff. Real deal. That's the good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, the, uh, the, um, the podcast specifically, you know, we have these little segments that we do and they're kind of fun and silly and we hope that you enjoy them. You know, like, you know, we have our camp coffee and we have camp fire and we have camp kitchen and, Mm -hmm. you know, all those kinds of things. And so that, those are meant to be, um, experiences that you would maybe have at camp. And, and so that's kind of what that's about. And, um, you know, like when you were sharing a recipe last episode, that was so fun and just good and tasty. And it is exactly the way we would have done it camping together. Queso dilly dilly. (laughs) I still don't have a name. I'm still thinking. 
quesadilla dog. <laughs> Say, sure, knows? sure. Whatever. But yeah. But yeah. You're just having some dialogue. You're cooking. You're doing your stuff, friends. Right? Yeah. Good time together relating and connecting with people. And so we've, we've listened back to some of these episodes and, mm-hmm. you know, I think we've realized probably more than anything what, what we don't want this to be. You know, one of the things I think we don't want this to be is mm-hmm. us just sitting around talking about the stuff we did. Right. There's no fun in yeah. that. Well, yeah, that kind of gets boring pretty quickly yeah. for anyone not involved, right? Yeah, but maybe yeah. there's, you know, there's there's opportunities for us to share encouragement or mm-hmm. um, uh, inspire people, mm-hmm. right? Like somebody might be, I've, I've been on a boat or I've never been fishing. I want to go fly fishing. Right. Where do I even start? Where do you start? I want to go backpack. I've been car camping. I want to go backpacking. Where do I even start? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll have some of these conversations about that stuff because we want to inspire people to go out again. Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't have any sort of prescription for here's how you go do outdoor stuff. Right. But like there's so many opportunities and the important thing is to find your aliveness and the thing that really yes. uh, inspires you and, and provides you balance in life and gets you outside in nature and and the the therapeutic value of that. So, yeah. It's super cool to have the conversations that we get to have, but it's not all about outdoors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. it's about K-pop. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Movie theaters. All sorts of stuff, because all sorts of stuff is like, well, how does that fit into a podcast called Breaking Camp? Well, and how do you say our podcast is about life? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of weird. You're talking, you know? <laughs> so it's got to be about life somehow. So these, these places of uh, evoking imagery of... You know, how do I, one way that I always think about it is, how do I, you know the feeling when you're just completely at peace, you have no stress, no cares of the world, and you're walking down the beach, Mm -hmm. right? Like, all is good here. I don't have to worry about the Mm -hmm. stuff I worry about every day. Yeah. That's great to be able to go there like it is to go camping. Right. Right? But how do I bring that mindset and that perspective and that level of peace and serenity that I have when I'm in the woods or doing an outdoor recreation Mm -hmm. to my everyday life? That's that's the that's the the good stuff right that's there. That's secret sauce there. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't have said it better. And um, you know, like we were talking about with with work and and careers and all that, it, for everyone it's different and it ebbs and flows for us too. And it, mm-hmm. it's definitely not not a linear journey. And uh, uh, you know, it's it's not that you can't have the paycheck or the thing or the <laughs> stuff. But it's like I think what we would both agree on is the how important is it to you, and right. where does it fit in your the values and how you make your decisions and how you live your life and right. the priorities that you seek. And that's really the thing. Well, and I think both of us over and over are encountering this either personally or with people in our lives. It's uh, We have people that have experienced the exact same thing we just talked about with Jim Carrey. It's like they've had it all uh, from the outside looking in mm-hmm. and seemingly, right? And and so then, but when you, um, when they let you in, you realize that they're empty. Yeah. And you're going, wait, what? What's wrong? You know, and, and, and you're going, you hear this story that they've been living. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about like deception necessarily, but like they're living, they have their own life and they're, and they're, you know, it's their personal private mm-hmm. life. And, um, and they're, and they're sitting there thinking, you know, I know it looks like this on the outside, but on the inside, it feels like this or it actually is this way. And so, uh, I think that, as we, um, hopefully as we talk and as we share things, you know, you guys will get to know us better. We're going to get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I hope, my hope is that you as a listener will feel like you get to know yourself better. Mm-hmm. And that might be through, 
um, us talking about things about us or talking with different guests that we have that that may be somebody that you'd go, oh, yeah, that person's like me, or that's Mm -hmm. somebody I am trying to aspire to be. Um, Not to be a different person, but you want to do whatever it is that they're doing in life. You know, there are a lot of fun and cool things out there. Um, Or it might be that encouragement of going, I'm going to stop punching this clock the way that I've been doing it. And, And if we can be a part of any of that encouragement to help you, like you just said, come alive, that's why we're here. That's what we're doing this for. Yeah, so we do hope to have some guests down the road. We kind of started some lists of some (laughs) people. So we have some people that have inspired us that we're looking forward to maybe talking with. Uh, And then also other categories like we're just interested in, like you were talking about a van lifer. I got some notes here, maybe Mm -hmm. a through hiker. Um, You know, people that are just inspirational to us that we want to kind of unpack their story and how they're living life a little bit differently. So looking forward to having some guests on as well. Yeah. You know, maybe you are one of those people that, that, you know, I'm not trying to say, you know, you're puffing out your chest saying I have an interesting life, but if you've got something that is different, uh, and you'd love to talk about it, we, we, we're, you know, get a hold of us and let us know. Um, or, you know, of someone that is an interesting story. Um, yeah. Or just a category of something, yeah. right? Like a yes. van life or my, I'd, I'd want to know more about that. Have I really want to talk to somebody like a, living full time. I do. It would be so cool. I was asked yesterday, so are you living in this thing? (laughs) No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I've pitched that. It hasn't gone over well yet. So we'll, to be continued. There you go. But yeah, those sorts of things. So maybe there's somebody, you know, you want to talk with somebody, you want to hear uh, somebody that has candy nearing, right? That might be an example. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The first thing about it. But I got, I know people and have friends that do. Yeah. So. That, that is, stuff. to answer the question, what is breaking camp? There you go. That's in a nutshell, right? What it is. So you've heard maybe a few episodes now, and now you hear us talk a little bit about it. What are you, you know, if, if you have some thoughts on this is what I think the podcast is, or this is why I maybe enjoy listening to it, uh, you can send us, you can get a hold of us. We'd love to hear some feedback. Yep. Get some feedback. You might get a sticker. We might do some Heck giveaways. Yeah. You know what I realized in that episode we ditched? Mm-hmm. We had a huge prize that we were giving away <laughs> to somebody when they were going to email us. So we might have to talk about that next episode. But yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. So we got a phone number somewhere here in these papers or something. Uh, oh, gosh, where is it? Five o three. That's area code, 503. Because here's, here's who remembers any phone? How many phone numbers do you remember, Bryce, besides the, your home phone number growing up? maybe th- two or three. Two or three? Yeah. Some emerges- you, so you got at least a number yeah. in a bind you can call. Yes. you know. Okay. Yes. That's I can call cool. my wife. I know hers. There you go. But I will say on that, no, sorry, this is a rabbit trap. I did not Let's mean do to it. do that. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Amy is a savant when it comes to numbers, it, uh, phone numbers really? specifically. Yeah. She could probably tell you her best friend's phone numbers, like her, you know, Growing the crew up. she hung out with in high school, Don't right you? now. It's Back crazy. when the phone was connected to the wall. Yeah. And yeah. then somebody was like, nope, they're not home. Or you get a busy signal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Exactly. Rabbit trail. Leave us a voicemail. You can call us at 503-427-8743. Leave us a voice memo. We might play it on the show. That'd be awesome. We'll send you a sticker. Um, you can also send us an email at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. So that'd be rad. Ask us a question. Tell us what you want to hear about. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, uh, thanks again. Uh, thanks for 
uh, producer Chad, we really appreciate you. Chad, all the hard tech work. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> the website, the editing, all of it. Did you talk about social media? I can't even remember. I, I, I was out there for a second. <laughs> Do you want me to rant about what I don't like about no, social media? No, no, not media? that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> find us. Oh, find it. Yeah, we're on social media. <laughs> there we are. It's great. Breaking on Instagram. Camp. <laughs> Breaking Camp Podcast on Instagram. At Breaking Camp Podcast. And uh, and then, of course, our email is BreakingCampPodcast at gmail.com. Okay, thanks for being here with us. Uh, we can't wait to continue doing this. You go out there and have some fun. Cool. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs>